Hey gang, welcome back to a new mystery, a Scooby-Doo podcast, where we cover the joys, love, and innocence of our favorite pup and his gang's mysterious adventures. Now, today we are here with our very first ever, well, it's the second episode um, of the podcast, but the first ever movie released by Scooby-Doo. And this one was released in 1987 the first ever movie of Scooby-Doo, and that is Scooby-Doo Meets the Boo Brothers. Boo Brothers. (laughs) Anyways, alright, so little story behind this one is I had already recorded and even published and had it up for everyone to listen to already. Um, I actually did that yesterday, I had it up, but while I was recording it, I went through and I even edited a little bit. And I don't really like to edit, which is why some of the first two um, pieces that you already heard were probably a little a little rough in some parts. Um, I try not to edit that much at all. It just doesn't seem natural. I'll edit, obviously, what I have to. But, anyways. So, yeah, I went through and I played it back. And it was completely different when I played it back. Um, Before I actually sent it out and published it, I could hear it, for one. And then I went to check it out on Spotify myself. And from the minute I hit play, I couldn't even hear it. So I don't really know what happened. The other two worked out, except for in the first episode, What a Night for a Night. Um, It wasn't 1723. It was a little bit further because of my announcement in the beginning. I'm still getting new with this, guys. I'm still getting still getting the hang of it. Still getting new with this? Yeah, well, okay. Anyways, back to the podcast, right, guys? I, I tried yesterday, so we're here again today, and hopefully this one works out for you guys. I guess we'll see, and we'll know if you're actually, if you're listening to it, I guess we'll know it worked. All right, so for Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. We start off with Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy all driving in Shaggy's truck. And this is actually the first time in movie form and whatnot, like if you were to go through the way that I'm doing it right now, um, this is the first time we see Scrappy. So that's kind of fun. And Shaggy is also wearing his wardrobe change of the red shirt. And I made a little post on Instagram not long ago, well, a story about how my friend made a comment about how she thinks that any Scooby-Doo content that has Shaggy in a red shirt, she thinks that content is best. So I made a poll on my story and I had people um, answer whether or not they agreed with that statement. And I was kind of impressed and satisfied with the results. I got about a 50-50 um, about a 50-50 answer chart, so that was good, because, I mean, one of my favorite movies growing up was, uh, I'm sorry guys, I will get back to the Boo Brothers, I promise, um, one of my favorite movies growing up was Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, and, uh, Shaggy's wearing a red shirt in that one, but another one of my favorite movies is Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase, and 
awesomely he's wearing both red and green shirt because you know the digital version is wearing the red because it simulates or symbolizes past shaggy it's great i really love that idea of the whole thing all right so yeah scoot uh shaggy is wearing his red shirt in this movie and according to my friend that would make it a good movie but either way it's just they're all good it doesn't matter what he's wearing um, so yeah, they are driving down south to Shaggy's new place, the Beauregard, pl the po Beauregard Plantation. And we find out from, uh, Scrappy, actually, we find out from Scrappy that he inherited this southern plantation. So they're driving and Scooby's in charge of the map. And Shaggy asks, are you sure this is the right way to the Beauregard place, Scoob? And then we hear from, um, sorry about that, um, sorry, we, we see Shaggy bend down to take a peek at the map too, and then we see the camera kind of zones in on a road closed sign, of course, and, you know, which they drive right through, getting in a small car accident and losing the map in the process. We see Scooby somehow ends up in the hood of the truck, yeah. Even they're like, how did that happen? Who knows? That is why I love Scooby. We don't need an explanation for how he got up there. It's, he, he's just up there. But it does make sense that the map is completely shredded. So that's unfortunate for them. No more map. <laughs> so Shaggy says, what could be worse? And Scooby says, well, it could be raining. And of course, it starts raining. All right. I told you guys in the first episode I had a dog, and this one is just all up in my business right now. Watch out, Bubba. Okay. So they are kind of just having quite the day. So Scooby, Scooby now sees, I think his, um, he sees his first monster, or rather, it's the ape, and. He scoops up Scrappy, gets in the driver's seat, right on top of Shaggy, and he takes off. And, of course, you know, there's a dog driving, so they end up getting pulled over. But the sheriff, he pulls them over because of reckless driving and speeding. But when he's pulling them over, he sees that a dog, a dog is driving. I mean, yes, that would be mind-blowing, especially if you're a cop. Like, what do you do about that? But that would be a great day. What a great day on the job, right? Um, so, do, 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 do. when they get pulled over, Shaggy starts explaining everything, how they got lost, how he, um, was the colonel's nephew, the, um, all of this stuff, the heritage, the inheritance, sorry, and all of this, and all while this is happening, we see the ape monster just hiding in the distance, just, just like a little creep, and we hear from Sheriff Busby's radio during this time that a zoo kind of had an animal breakout. So that's probably where that ape came from. So there's probably lots of other animals out on the loose. Um, and then we hear from Sheriff Busby himself that apparently the, Be the Beauregard place is haunted. I mean, of course it is. It better be haunted. Um, so... I mean, Scrappy is just excited. He is so stoked. He's like, oh boy. Reminds me, <clears throat> excuse me, reminds me so much of Fred. 
Which brings me to another thing. No Fred, no Velma, no Daphne. I mean, I know that this happens in a couple movies. Even a couple shows. But it's still, I will never get used to not seeing it. I still love the movie just as much, but it's still. Like, very strange. It's very strange to not see them in, in something that's Scooby-Doo-wise. So, they get back on the road, and they see a dead end. But Scrappy points out that the road kind of keeps going, so they keep driving. And as they're driving, Scrappy is talking about the haunted house, or like the haunted place, and he's just excited, and Shaggy's over here just, you know, there's no such thing as ghosts. And just as he starts saying that, they start encountering more ghosts, and the first one starts... And just more keep coming, you know, of course. Just a montage of ghosts. And eventually they see his house. But at this point, Shaggy's just so spooked and so turned off by the idea. He's like, I don't even, he's like, I don't want it. And he tries turning around. But, of course, the car stalls and in a cemetery. That's the real kicker, right? In a cemetery. So they run for it. And they head for the house, break open the door. And they see a small, creepy man just kind of creeping inside. And we find out he is the manservant, who was the manservant for the colonel for, I think, over 60 years, he said. And he's clearly obsessed with the treasure and probably a bad guy, in my opinion. But, so Scooby sees another monster, or he sees the ape again. And he's looking up at the statue at one point, the ape statue. And during, he gets patted on the head by the real ape. And he looks up at one, he looks up and sees the, uh, we look up and we see the ape just doing this eye wiggle, this creepy ass eye wiggle. It's just so creepy. But I, yeah, I think this ape might have a thing for Scooby. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Now, Shaggy doesn't really want to stay, and the manservant doesn't really want them to stay either. And Shaggy agrees to leave. And the manservant, he's just too giddy. He's just way too giddy and thinking that he'll get all the jewels now. And during this, he drops a ring with a B on it, probably for Beauregard. Well, we do find out it's for Beauregard later. And Scrappy pockets that. He pockets that so fast, he's just... He's like, nope, I'm going to take that. He doesn't like the attitude of this manservant one bit. And Scrappy is a scrappy mother, a scrappy mother effer. So, and then later, we also learn that this ring is engraved to Shaggy by his uncle. That's nice. Um, so now we skip, a, skip ahead a little bit and they're getting ready for bed. And Shaggy's pants start dancing. A creepy nailed hand arm thingy starts scratching Scooby, and the Colonel Ghost appears, appears again. So all these creepy darn things are happening, and Scrappy decides, you know what, I'm going to look up some ghost exterminators. And he lands on the page of the Boo Brothers, which, first of all, I love these ghosts. I love their name, the, the Boo Brothers. Maybe, maybe Boo is their last name. Maybe it's like... Maybe it's like... Freako boo, Shriko boo, Miko boo. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> I kind of like that. Um, so 
they call and the ghosts literally come over through the phone. They literally just squeeze their little ghostly butts on out through the phone. And they they remind me of the Three Stooges. There's so much of the Three Stooges. Like Harry, Curly, and Moe. Pretty sure those are the names. Just so much. It's it's great. And also the ghosts from Casper. They remind me of those ones as well. Just kind of like the really goofy giddiness of the Three Stooges, but like the soft-hearted love type, still little rascalness of the, the Casper ones. Now Shaggy sees that these ghost exterminators. He realizes that they're actual ghosts, and he's like, "But you're ghost." And Frico says, "Well, it takes one to catch one," and that's also what I learned as well. That's exactly what I learned from. Um, my favorite show, Charmed. At one point, they talk about how you have to uh, find the bones and burn them and bury the ashes. I think it's something like that. Or, you no, I think you just... You know what? It's something like that. I forgot. But either way, only a ghost can say the spell to... Or, you know, do anything to really uh, get the ghost to submit. So... I appreciate that. Yep. That is correct in my opinion. <laughs> um, so the Boo Brothers bring out their demonstration to prove that they can handle this. And, well, it's the demonstration. It's not going very well it's at all. And Shaggy's, Shaggy's not, not feeling it. And meanwhile, Scooby, again, thinks he's getting a good pattern. But it's the ape. It is the ape, again, and Scooby not impressed he's not impressed and he runs off and that kind of that kind of shocks the ape like why not oh why not that's that's sad like i said i think the ape has a thing for our scooby boy now scrappy he hears this he hears a knock at the door so he goes answer it answers it and sees a girl standing there she just she asked for molasses she doesn't even ask for sugar, but she asks for molasses. I'm, I can't remember the last time someone actually asked me for molasses. I only use molasses for bear baiting. Just, <laughs> that's all. I use normal syrup, and we make homemade syrup here. Like, we make maple syrup and birch syrup. I'll stick to my normal syrup, or I'll just throw on some... Anyways, the, the molasses part, I love it. Do you got any black something, black something molasses? Um, and he, or sorry, she and Scrappy both hear some music in the background. And she's like, oh, you guys having a party? So, of course, Scrappy just invites her in. Like, why not? And everyone kind of starts dancing, even the ghost. And everyone, they're kind of having a good time for a little bit. But Hillbilly, type boy with a gun, shows up, which we apparently find out is brother Billy Bob and he is he's a he's a little tool but we find out that he his family and the Beauregard family had kind of like a little falling out you know not a falling out but they're at a feud you know they're at war and they're feuding badly and they have been for a while and he wants to take that out on Shaggy just because he's a relative of a Beauregard you know we know that he's a Rogers he's not no Beauregard he's just so, yeah, Brother Billy Bob wants to take out vengeance. 
on our, our buddy Shaggy. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Hatfields and McCoys, if you guys know of that one. It's an, an older an older TV series. I think they made it into a movie or something like that um, in like the 2000s, mid-2000s or something. But yeah, anyways. So he is not happy and he starts shooting. He just starts shooting. He's not even really looking at anything. He's just shooting around because he's like, I don't want them. And uh, the lady, she tries stopping him. She she starts to learn of Shaggy and she kind of thinks he's cute and she's kind of she's kind of protecting him so thank you Goonie girl which we find out from Shaggy right here you know she ends up taking the gun from her br brother Billy Bob ties him ties him with his own gun classic I love it and um we hear Shaggy go ghost guns Goonie girl just something small like that just this, the way he says it it's it's fun so now they're getting hungry and they go to the fridge and there's not really much in there. They open the freezer, the freezer and they find a diamond and a note on like a clue. And that's when the hidden jewels journey begins. They, they start finding these hidden jewels everywhere. And the first place was in the freezer because his uncle Colonel wrote him that in that clue. He said, I know your appetite. So this would be the easiest place for you to find this. Like I should put that in a freezer because I'm sure you'll find it very soon eventually. I mean, clever idea. Very clever. Um, so his uncle was hiding them the whole time because he didn't want the enemies to find them. And apparently he has lots of enemies. So it kind of turns into a scavenger hunt. And they just go out looking for now jewels. And during this, lots more ghosts are popping up, trying to stop them. And we learn that Scrappy is ballsy. Like, like I said, Scrappy is a scrappy little dude. He will take out anyone. And so now for the podcast, we're kind of just going to start shifting a little bit because it's, we all know that for the majority of this, they're kind of just getting chased by ghosts and now finding these clues and these extra jewels. Um, but we do see, um, in one of the scenes, eyes in the statue again. If you listen to my first podcast, um, the first episode, we talk about eyes in the statue. The suits of armor that you think are a statue. Yes. It's perfect. I love it. Um. Sorry about that. So... Now, they're running away. Uh, Billy Bob is still still shooting at him. And at one point, he runs out of ammo. And he puts his... The little old school... Um, he puts the old school gunpowder holder in his back pocket, but upside down. So now all the gunpowder is popping out. And when he starts walking, he le he's leaving like a little trail tail of gunpowder. And Spark hits that, and boom! He kind of blows himself up. It's great. Um, <laughs> so we get another iconic chase scene and Billy Bob shooting at everyone and, <laughs> uh, he gets them into, they run into, um, a log, I think it was, and then they kind of jump out and Billy Bob ends up 
shooting the rifle into the log and he ends up shooting the bear and well yeah you know that doesn't turn out so well um so yeah now scrappy thinks he's he thinks he's a badass he has having this issue with what we hear him say is the bag of bones and he's chasing him and he thinks that this bag of bones jumps into the piano so he thinks that he's going to give old bag of bones here an earful when he starts playing and actually it was shaggy and scooby that were inside so shaggy and scooby were not not impressed with that okay they were not impressed so now we're going we're going uh, a couple more scenes ahead maybe and scrappy ends up snatching the manservant's um, another stolen jewels of his he sees him off um, by the door at one point and he kind of just like snatches that little necklace thing right out of his shirt and can we talk about real quick ghost fighting ghost like that's awesome I mean I guess it's kind of just like people fighting people which I guess that's not awesome but I mean you guys know what I mean um so these little clues that they have they're fun little riddles and like they're fun little riddles for the clues not too hard not too easy and i appreciate that it gives it more fun where it's like it still makes them think but it's not gonna make you brain dead um and again scrappy is great at them he's like the only one that's even solving them so if it wasn't for them i don't know where they'd be at right now um so then they're walking again and scooby finds a door and he opens it and he's super excited and uh scrappy's like what'd you find uncle scoob and shaggy goes like another diamond scooby answers better than that because he walked in on a whole storage room full of hams <laughs> just giant hams still on the bone they that actually looked pretty darn good and shaggy walks in and he says look at that ham eating that ham i love it um Velma makes a comment about Scooby as well one time. What a ham. He is a ham. He's a handsome ham. Um, do, 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 do. So, now they're hanging out. And the skinny ghost tries to scare him. Like a little, a little butthole. You know, he's hiding in the cannon. And, yeah. Well, Frico wasn't impressed with that either. So, even Frico was like, no. Shaggy was not impressed at all either. And his patience just seems quite thin, actually, in this movie. Um, since I know of other ones. Um, because it's there's been lots of movies since then. I have to say, obviously, I've seen them. Um, <laughs> that was a dumb thing to say. Anyways, we know that Shaggy is usually pretty chill. But his patience is kind of just like, nope, I am not having it right now. And his facial expressions are just... the they're perfect so now they're on the run and shaggy wants to they're i think they're running through the cemetery again and shaggy wants to make sure that billy bob's not following him so he looks doesn't see him but you know he kind of misses him and he's like well it looks like we gave him the old slip and scooby calls him a, a drip or a drift i i think i heard drip but it 
I'm not sure. It could have been anything, but I kept hearing drip. So they're agreeing, <clears throat> excuse me, they're agreeing that Billy Bob is, a, we'll go with a dip. <laughs> and he comes up right behind him and scares him. So now he's there again. There's another, another chase scene with Billy Bob. And then the sheriff shows up again and he goes after Billy Bob this time. And the first time he gave him a citation. And I think the second time he blew off his pants or... Ooh, I can't remember now. Um, but I know he pulls, he shoots off his pants at one point. I just don't know what order it was. Um, and then, so again, Scrappy comes to the rescue um, for so many things. And it's kind of unfortunate that he's evil, that we find out in the future that he's evil. But we have Scrappy. He tricks Billy Bob into shooting a bear. So he runs up to a cave and he lies and he's like, hey, 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 they went in there. They went in there. So Billy Bob shoots into the cave and, well, of course, Scrappy didn't give up his family. So he ends up shooting this giant bear. Well, that doesn't go well for Billy Bob. So, um, and Scrappy is, he reminds me, he's kind of like a replacement Fred, actually, like a, a Fred figure here. He's ballsy, kind of pushy, kind of the leader. He's the one making all the shots. So, yeah, I, he's kind of like, I see what they're doing. Now, for the podcast now, we're kind of, we just kind of started watching again because it was, again, more chase scenes and ghosts and finding more jewels. So, um, we'll skip ahead a little bit. At one point, an, the ape man does this little googly face when he sees Scooby trapped down I think in the well with um Shaggy I don't think I don't know but they're trapped down and um the ape man is looking down on them and he looks at Scooby and he does this little wiggly weird twinkly eye thing and it's again it's creepy he totally has a thing for Scooby um So, he starts scratching and petting Scooby's head again. And he does it, like, nice and soft the one time. And Scooby turns, he thinks it's Shaggy. So, Scooby does the same thing back to Shaggy. And he's like, ooh. And Shaggy's like, what, Scooby, stop. It's not, like, stop it. So, the ape man does it again to Scooby. Scooby does it again to Shaggy. And Shaggy now is like, Scooby, I'm trying to read. Stop. And at first, Scooby's like, what? Are you kidding me? You're really? You're gonna lie? Like, I know someone just touched me. And then he kind of just looks hurt. Like, fine. I guess we're gonna break up. <laughs> and then we learn that it's the gosh darn ape. Because, of course. Um. <laughs> so. Meanwhile. Um. They're, they're walking again. They're walking. They're walking. And Shaggy's just saying nobody's out to get me nobody's out to get me and this during this Goonie Girl and Brother Billy Bob are like fight walk stalking behind him trying to see who gets to him first and at one we just you know Shaggy wants nothing to do with this Goonie Girl okay he wants nothing to do with her at all um so yeah we'll <laughs> uh skip ahead a little bit and we find out that the headless horseman was using a mechanical horse at one point and 
you skip ahead a little bit and we see Scooby riding that mechanical horse, which if you think about it, well, the way they say it, mechanical horse makes me think of like a mechanical bull and you can ride a mechanical bull, but you can't move, like you can't move it locations, you know what I mean? Like you can't drive it like a car. So you can ride it, but you can't drive it. That's what I'm getting at. So I wonder if this was like a robotic machine horse or if it was, I don't know. Uh, just a second, guys. Alright. You guys probably won't get the time lapse on there, but if the audio sounds a little bit different right now, it's because I had to go and check on the puppies. Um, I have my own Scooby and Scrappy-Doo's out there. Alright, so we were talking about the mechanical horse. Um, so yeah. Then next, we have... Ooh, my coffee can, man. Um, we have Scrappy now is being um, stalked by the ape. And Scrappy kind of just starts talking kind of to the audience out into the air. And he starts sympathizing with the ape without knowing, or at least I think that it's perceived that Scrappy does not know the ape is actually behind him listening to every word he's saying. So... It's a sweet thing. He sympathizes with them and kind of empathizes with them. And I think that helps the Mr. AP in the long run. Like, the ape doesn't want to hurt anyone. He just, he just broke out of where he's supposed to be. You know, he's in a foreign territory. Just, you know, he probably just wants some love. And I think he does, yeah. Apparently just, he wants that love from Scooby. Um, so now, they keep finding clues. And Scrappy keeps solving the clues and the riddles and uh, Shaggy's like, where did you learn all this? And Scrappy says that he learned it from Scooby. And Shaggy seems kind of surprised, which kind of hurts my feelings, but I'm not surprised. Uh, Scooby's Scooby's a bright dude. He's a bright one. Um, but now, at one point, we have ghosts are literally everywhere. They're they're kind of just like they're they're everywhere. And the Boo Brothers end up bringing their family. They bring some random family members over, and they they hang out for a little bit. They're munching with Shaggy, and <laughs> eventually Shaggy, you know, he has to party poop and tries to kick out the Boo Brothers. But you know, because the Boo Brothers, they're just they're not really doing their job, and they end up giving a sap story. About being orphan ghosts and how they don't have a home and how, you know, they're lonely ghosts and all these things. And, uh, I mean, it works. It works on Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. You know, they start crying and, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. They start crying and so he, he lets them stay. He's like, alright, you know what, you, either, you better shape up or ship out. Which is fair, because, you know, you came to exterminate ghosts and... To be fair, you only brought three extra ghost, ghosts with you. So, because, <laughs> you know, because they're ghosts. Okay, that was a dumb joke. Um, boop, 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 boop. So, alrighty. Now, the skeleton man appears again, randomly. And he's kind of just watching. He doesn't do much, but he, like I said, he just appears randomly for a little bit. And then... 
Now we get the three of them walking again, and Shaggy starts explaining that he's hungry and what he wants for food. And it's... Excuse me. Coffee, lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Thank you. Sorry about that. All right. Um, so, yeah, he's explaining what he wants for food. And it's actually normal. Like, I would eat everything he talks about. He's mentioning pizza with oozing cheese and a hot fudge sundae with extra whipped cream and extra cherries. Like, that... I would eat that in a heartbeat. You bet your butt. Um, and, yeah. So, while they're walking, they end up seeing that Shaggy's truck is haunted. Or, you know, it, it's driving itself. And then the audience, we see that the skeleton man is using a remote. So, it's not very haunted. But, we see that this after it sunk into the ground. And it could have, where it sunk at, it could have just sunk right into the cave that they found it in. We, Like I said, we don't question things here in Scooby-Doo. We just, just don't question it. It just takes the fun out if you question a lot of these things. Because that's the point. There's a lot of, there's a lot of probably possible nonsense in Scooby-Doo. But I love it. That's the best part. So don't question it. Just enjoy it. <laughs> um, now... Since I've already done this recording once or twice, and I've already seen the movie several times, and I'm right here, I will just put out that I think, or at least I thought, that the skeleton man was the manservant. I, you know, I thought that, I thought he was the manservant. I really did. But, we won't... Sorry about that. Um, so... The skeleton man, he's acting, obviously, not like a ghost, but he pulls out a gun. And I, I don't care about the gun part. Like, Billy Bob had a gun, and I didn't care. It, it made sense for him, because he's he's a human, and he's meaning to be a human. Like, he's not pretending to be a ghost or anything. So, you know, he's, he's playing his angry part of, you know, a man who wants to get revenge on someone. So... I, I have no issue with that gun. But the ghost, I don't know why, I just felt a little uneasy with the ghost. Or, you know, with like a pretend bag of skeletons, you know, whipping out a gun. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna pretend to be a ghost, play the part. Like Shaggy said. Ship up or, sh- you know, shape up or ship out. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just, it's different because, you know, he's pretending to be a ghost. So, just... Don't use the gun. We don't need guns for that. Ghosts can do so many cooler things than just copping out with a gun. So, we're pretty much getting to the end of it. My notes kind of start running running low and sporadic here. But, we see the colonel a couple more times. And, um... So, we we find out that the skeleton man is the sheriff. The sheriff. Like, I, I did not see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Um, I really, like I said, I really thought it was, I really thought it was the, um, manservant. The man, he just seemed too good for it. But maybe that's why it wasn't him. He, you know, he was the, the red herring. <laughs> He was the red herring. Yep. 
Shout out to a pup named Scooby-Doo. Such a great show. Um, so with that, towards the end, we have Shaggy. He gives the Boo Brothers the house. And he's like, you know, I don't really need the house. We're going to go back home. And yeah, go ahead and have the house. You guys said that you didn't really have much. So now you have this that you can haunt all you want. Um, and then he donates the family heritage jewels and all that to charity. He donates the treasure to an orphanage charity. And I love it. That is great. That is That right there is a perfect way to end this episode. And to end anything that I talk about with Scooby, with my point being, because that's, that right there is pure and loving. Even though, even if it's in the show, it sends a message. They had all this money. You know what? The amount of effort and crap that they just went through to get all of those jewels, they found them piece by piece. And then they had to deal with all these ghosts and... A rogue cop, which, oh yeah, that Percy pack. I should have known it was the cop, the sheriff, because at the very beginning, he's the first one we see, and right off the bat, he's like, you don't want to go down there, it's haunted, this and that, and every time we do see him come up, even even his people are like, what are you doing, Sheriff Busby, where are you? And he's always around, but he's not really doing anything, or at least we don't really see him doing anything. So, it kind of... In retrospect, it kind of makes sense now. So, like I said, I'm kind of mad I didn't see that coming. But I didn't see it coming. Um, but yeah, back to the charity and loving thing. Like, even though it's in the show, it sends a message. Because that's... that's yeah, they spend so much effort in all this issues. Like, a rogue sheriff that was pretending to be a good guy. A crazy, obsessed girl. A... An, anger, vengeance-filled, gun-wielding man man trying to kill them all, and meanwhile, an ape who has escaped, like all these animals who escaped the the zoo trying to harass Scooby and all these ghosts trying to scare people, and meanwhile we have ghost exterminators trying to exterminate ghosts. I mean, wow, what a day for them. So, it... It couldn't have been that easy to get rid of all that. But, you know, I don't really think Shaggy's short on the money sense. But like I said, the message alone is literally putting out there that there are people out there who will go through all of this effort without even knowing that that effort is going to lead to something beautiful and uh, considerate or generous in the end or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's a beautiful a beautiful way to end it um and one thing before i forget here is don messick actually played scrappy in this movie which i love that he plays scrappy and scooby so that's just what talent what talent for anyone who had to replace the scooby shoes or the scrappy shoes i mean they still did good but you know props for them to be able to even want to step up and be like you know what I will take I will take that challenge I will go ahead and put myself out there and possibly make a fool of myself but you know what I'm gonna do it all right so a little quick rundown um about the episode some of my favorite parts and the sweet parts that we'll talk about is the the relationship between Scooby and Scrappy well and Shaggy 
it's they're their own little family that's why not having fred velma and daphne is okay because the three of them they work together it was i like that and that brings me to the fred velma and daphne not having that not having them very strange I'm conflicted with it. I'm like a 50-50 with it because I still love the movie 100%, but it would still be 100% with the rest of the gang. So it's just a weird, it's a weird experience um, anytime that I see that without them. Um, we have the ape, the ape who's obsessed with Scooby. That's a very strange one. Kind of, I don't even want to say it's cute because it's not really cute. Um, we have the Goonie girl. Wow, she is obsessed with Shaggy. Yeah. And you know what? I personally am a Crystal fan from Alien Invaders. I love Crystal. Uh, I mean, uh, and, and her pup. And the puppy. Alright, Scooby and Shaggy definitely got lucky that day. So, in my head, Shaggy will always be with Crystal. And the same as Scooby. Those, those four are always going to be double dating for life. And I am okay with that. Um, so, yeah, the Goonie Girl, get out of here. You never had a chance, sweetheart. Sorry. Um, what else we got? Uh, yeah, the Boo Brothers, of course. Like I said, the Boo Brothers. Like, what a, what a great theme and idea for a movie to have three ghost brothers... It, it really is like um, if the Three Stooges and the movie Casper had a baby because we get that um, but ah, so so good love the Boo Brothers and whoever voiced them I didn't look it up but whoever voiced them perfect again Scooby Doo does so well with who they place as voices I love it um, so we have that um the the first clue in the freezer that was great absolutely great uh flawless like i said that's exactly where you would put something if you wanted shaggy to find it or scooby um perfect so you know what i i think that'll be good i think we can cover that i know for the most part these i kind of just i talk through the episode um, I let it come naturally, and I kind of just explain to you, I let you know my opinions, and I express things as they come, um, while I'm, while I'm, uh, reliving the episode with you, and while I'm explaining it, and while I'm giving you a summary, you know, so hopefully that's okay with you guys, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode, hopefully you were able to listen to this episode all the way through, you know what, hopefully I'm able to publish it. <laughs> So if I don't, me saying all of this means nothing. So if I do publish it, hopefully we'll get a little, you know, a nice, fun little laugh out of it. All right, fingers crossed. You won't be able to hear this when I say fingers crossed. So I guess cross your fingers if you do get to hear this. And I don't know. feel grateful that this got to happen. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to call it wraps for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you guys next time when we have our third episode, which will be Hassle in a Castle. Sorry, Hassle in the Castle. I'm excited for this one. Um, 
and we'll have that episode and then one more um, original series episode. And then, like I said, on the fourth release date, whenever that shall be, it will be the second ever released movie by Scooby-Doo. But I'm not going to fill you up with too much information right now. We're going to go ahead and end this. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy. And I hope you guys have a great day. So, well, gang, I guess that's a wrap. And have a good one. All right, gang. Till next time.